Hello guys and welcome back. I'm buzzing today. Buzzing. I've got so much energy. I'm making a ton of videos. I took three days off. I kind of regathered my thoughts. I'm just fucking loving life. Just optimistic. I hope he's coming through the camera. I just feel like I've said before we're perfectly positioned in this generation. I've made a video on this. I just think you know, everyone's down about COVID. I'm actually optimistic because I think a lot of fakery is going to come crashing down and the real motherfuckers are going to rise to the top. Which brings me on to the topic that we're doing today, which is rarity. Everything, guys, is rarity. Everything that you build, everything that you want in life, the rarer you are, the better you do, okay? There's a reason LeBron James is paid so much. Nobody is six foot eight, can move like him, can dunk, dunk like him is in the shape that he's in, can move at the speed that he moves at, has his handles. You know, there's a reason that Tiger Woods at one point put golf on the mainstream map and became a billionaire. Because he was rare. There wasn't, number one, there wasn't a lot of black golfers. Number two, not many golfers were in shape and had fucking giant arms like he had. They weren't hitting the gym. He was a proper sports athlete and he changed the game. He became rarer. He was better than everybody else. He was doing magical fucking moments, which we've never seen. Then the film crews arrived and they started filming what he was doing in a different manner. So golf, instead of just becoming blurry cameras that couldn't spot it, HD came along, merged perfectly. Now he's a fucking superstar. All right. So he was rare. He was helped by technology, but it made him rare. Nobody had ever seen anything like that before. Same with Mike Tyson, you know, a shorter guy just bombing people's chins off. And I know they're all sports examples, but the same happens everywhere, guys. Everywhere. It's like... Men with high cheekbones. Yeah, it's rare. It's rare. Get you a lot of women. Men with high cheekbones and a good jawline. Oh, now we're talking. You know, that's rare. But hang on. How about guys with high cheekbones, solid jawline and hollow cheeks? One of the rarest things you can have. Fuck. You know, we're going to the races here. You're sleeping with any, any woman you want to sleep with. And it, it's that rarity scale that the higher you can climb up it. Oh, this guy earns six figures a year. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so does my other friend. So does, I know a doctor that does that. There's a few people that earn that now. Yeah, it's achievable. Okay. My friend's a millionaire. Oh, wow. Listen, fucking hell, a millionaire. It's, you know, it's not as rare these days. I know about nine, ten, as people might say. Oh, okay, right, yeah. This guy earns ten million a year. Well, fuck me, that's Wolf of Wall Street level. You know, the way that he's at now. I know it's 52 million at one point. He, he says something like ten million is his lowest possible limit. Now you're at a level where that mindset kicks in, you know, that guy. Oh, this guy earns 100 million a year. This guy's a billionaire. That rarity scale keeps rising, okay? Rarity is everything, and you have to keep finding ways to make yourself rare. A rich guy who's in shape, fucking massively rare. Most rich guys are fat slobs. If you're rich and you're in, in shape, suddenly you're rarer than like 99% of people on planet Earth. Bang, you're at top of most lists. You're rare. Well done. A good-looking guy who's intelligent, who isn't a player. Massively rare. It's going to get you a ton of women. It's going to get you places in life. It's all about rarity, guys. Same with your business, okay? So everybody goes to school and gets, a, I don't know, a degree in English. Fucking, yeah, well, number one, well done. I'll shake your hand for that because it takes hard work to get there. You have to have half a brain to do it. But so do millions of other people on the planet have a degree in English or a degree in history or a fucking degree in physical education, right? Everybody's got a sports degree now. How many people are doing casino security? I mentioned this twice now, but I was watching Ocean's 13 and I was like, do you know what? If you had left school 
if you would say, fuck it, I'm going to learn everything there is to know about security systems and casinos, and I'm going to do, um, what would it be, I guess, you'd have to do some coding, you'd have to do some mathematics, but you looked into it and you went, okay, now, I'm one of the best people in the world at this one industry, I'm going to start a business in casino security. You'd be a billionaire. I also thought the other day, and I know it's an illegal business, but steroids for horses. I was watching horse racing and I was thinking, imagine if, again, if you had left school, you'd learn everything there was to know about steroids, everything there was to know about horse racing industry, the physiological side of horses, how they react to certain steroids, what gets the best performance. And on the side, you just fucking made friends with these jockeys and these owners, and they pay you like a hundred grand every single year to give their horses the correct dose to make them millions at the races. You'd be worth about probably 50 million that. Um, it's that rarity, guys. You have to be the one person that does something that nobody else does. And it's the Vrin score. I know Ty Lopez spoke about this years ago. I won't go into it. Um, but it basically means that you provide more value than everyone else. You can't be substituted easily. And your skill set in general, or what you can provide is just rarer. There's not many of you on planet Earth. And like I said, LeBron James, Tyson, um, like Floyd Mayweather, you know, a guy who doesn't really even get hit, that's rare. The way that Ric Flair used to talk, that's rare. Conor McGregor comes as a whole package, rarity. You've got to find a way to become rarer. If you're exactly the same as everybody else and you've, if my, one of my mentors once said, if your three friends are mechanics, you're probably a mechanic. And I thought there was going to be some amazing line coming off the back of that, but it was so simple that it actually was an amazing line. There's nothing wrong with mechanics. I know a lot of mechanics. They're great guys. But there's millions of mechanics in the world. It's not going to stand out. You know? You're not going to be a rich mechanic unless you're somebody like Yanomize who does the car wraps or something like that. You know, he's made himself rare via social media. But you have to find rarity. A lot of women aren't going to go, oh, he's a mechanic. God damn. Like it's even got to the point now where girls go, he's a doctor. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I make 90 grand a month on OnlyFans. Like, it's, the game has changed so much, guys. The game has changed massively. You've got to be that one rarity. You know, what do you do for a job? Oh, I own a... I own an intercity landscaping company. You know, with the Hyperloop coming and everything else that's going on, I rip up the middle of... I rip up all the roads that are in the middle of the seas. I turn them into plazas, get billion-dollar contracts from... from uh, councils and cities and you know New York City just paid me this to tear up this area somebody's going to be like Jesus fucking Christ number one you're probably going to be a billionaire from something like that other men are going to be like wow never heard that before and women are going to be like god damn there's nobody else like you you know it's just it's finding rarity in everything that you do guys you know with fitness good shape you know average you're above average you know i'm not guys go well i'm not fat i'm not out of shape no you're not you're not wrong but you're not fucking wowing anybody either are you so you know what what does that matter and then guys that are in good shape i'd say like myself like pretty good you know it's not i'm not fucking wowing anybody but i'm in good shape and then you've got great shape which is what i'm trying to get to then you've got exceptional shape and then you've got that one percent arnie at fucking mr olympia you might not want to get that far i personally don't I want to sit in like exceptional shape, like a Samasgari. But the higher you climb up that rarity scale, the more respect you're going to get, opportunities, women, other men respecting you, or men that you want to have relations with. Um, like I said before, first man's for everybody. There's a point that I've got on this actually, very quickly. A lot of publications, a lot of society in general wants to make you believe, if you're a gay man watching this, please listen. 
society makes you want to believe that you know if you're a gay man, the content that you want is Mean Girls, the content that you want is uh, Gossip Girl or Love Island. You might be a gay man out there that likes lifting weights, that's tough as fuck, you know, that likes rolls around with a shaved head, lifts weights, likes sports, likes to box, likes to go drinking with the boys, but on weekends you prefer buttholes to vaginas. Why, you know, why is society always pigeonholing gay men and saying, gay men need to like this one thing, they need to go down this route, you know, it's pink tutus or nothing else. It's like there might be gay men out there that are more, there might be gay men out there that are more masculine than straight men, but they just have a preference towards, towards men rather than women. And that's why I make this content for everybody, every man. Because I know that, like, if there's women out there that prefer my content to all the fucking female garbage out there, then come along. You know, you might be lesbian, watch my content. Fuck it, love it, right? But on the point that I'm making, guys, making yourself rarer, there's not a lot of people trying to do this. There's a lot of people trying to be a carbon copy of what's gone before them or what's currently making money, I'm going to do that too. Oh, social media company, you know, marketing company, oh, I'm going to do that. It's like, no, everybody's fucking doing it, you're not going to make money. I'm going to make my own clothing brand. Okay, great, yeah, fine. Have you got a unique thing? I'm making shirts with an extra strong collar that can be worn without a tie. It's the first shirt ever being designed to be worn without a tie. It's unique. It's got an identity. It's got an idea behind it. I have a male audience, the two tied together. What's your brand? I just came up with a slogan, it's just kind of, I don't know, luxury, but with the R taken out and the Y taken out and it's spelled IE or something. And it's going to go across the front in gold and this t-shirt's going to be white, so it's going to look luxury. Get the fuck out of my office. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You know, and people are doing this shit now where they're like, oh, so-and-so made two million from being, from a clothing brand or merch. I'm going to do the same thing. It's like, it's not rare. It's not rare, they obviously had something that was rare, or they had such a loyal audience that they bought it anyway. Find something that is unique. Build yourself to be rarer. How many people in this era know four languages? Learn four languages, become even more cultured. You know, how many people in this era are self-funded movie directors? You know, where they're making money from something else and they can do their own films. Massively rare. What a story to get behind. You know, my friend Jack Spring did it. He made enough money from hot tubs and now he's, you know, on the way to the top. There's so many different routes you can take if you're rare. You just have to find something that nobody else is doing. You know, I'm a director that didn't go to film school. I'm, I'm self-taught. Bang, that's rare. You can rise to the top doing something different. Um, you know, I'm doing comedy, but I'm taking the piss out of people that, you know, everyone else is scared to take the piss out of. Bad publicity but it also converts into good publicity and might rise you to the top. I'm a UFC fighter that wrestles like Khabib, but strikes like Conor McGregor. I'm a rapper that also sings, Drake. Did you see, you know, you see what happened, right? He always said, my dad said, it's something along these lines in one of his lyrics, my dad said, you know, Mike never tried to sing like Park or Pac never tried to rap, you know, the other way around, right? But that's the way you've got to do it guys, you've got to find something that's rare and that's the message that he was giving out of I've got to find something that nobody else has done and that's what you have to do with your body, with your mind, with your success, when it comes to women, you know if you pull up in, if you pull up in a BMW 1 series, you know women might be like, oh yeah I've seen, seen that a million times today, you know it doesn't mean shit to me, if you pull up in 
fucking helicopter. No, if you pull up in like a Pagani Zonda and she's like never even heard of that car before, you're like, oh yeah, get in, it's a spaceship, bitch. Watch this thing take off. And I'm not saying money's going to attract her, but it's just like, god damn, where the hell? Like, I've never even heard of this car before. Like a Cohen exec parked in a car park. Nobody's, nobody's got a Cohen exec. Nobody's got a Pagani Zonda. It changes the game, all right? And I'm saying do that on a smaller scale as well. You know, be the guy who is good looking but intelligent and stays in on a Saturday night and works on his business. That will take you to the top because you've got these rarer traits that nobody else has got and you'll stand out and you'll, you'll attract hotter women and you'll go to the top because people will remember you. Be different. Don't be, don't be a carbon copy. Don't be a clone. Don't be like a, an 18-year-old guy that's like, yeah, I like to drink beers and fuck women. Okay, so you're everybody ever. Like it, it used to piss me off on Tinder. Women used to say, I just want a nice guy who likes dogs and is over six foot tall. It's like, lady, you're probably looking at 30, 40% of the world's population. Number one, nice guys who like dogs. Maybe 80% of the world's population. Most people aren't bad. You know, maybe 90%. Guys over six foot. Oh, okay. You know, you've narrowed it down to like 30, 40% of the world's population. Fantastic. Well done. You know, so basically you're looking for a man who can breathe, who, who's tall. It, it, like, there's no rarity there. And she won't go for that guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's saying that, but she won't go for that guy. Like, she'll find the one with rarity. She'll find the guy with a neck tattoo and a solid jawline um, and giant muscles and drives a fucking McLaren or something. Like, that guy who's got a bit of rarity or who is... Astronauts. What the fuck ever happened to astronauts? You know, I know that's a tough career. They only pick the best of the best, but those guys used to get some serious pussy, right? Because they were rare. Nobody could be an astronaut. What ever happened to that? Everybody wants to be an astronaut. Nobody wants to be one anymore. Right? Financial advisor and astronauts. Nobody wants to do that anymore. I honestly think you go down those career routes, probably just be you and a bunch of other, like 10 people trying to go for the same career. Um, it brings me back to a podcast that I did with the footballing scout. And I said to him, how to become a professional footballer? What's the best tip? And he was like, try, try and be a left back. Try and be a left back or a right back. You know, everybody wants to be a striker. Everyone wants to be a winger. Everybody wants to be the, the central defensive midfielder. He said nobody is coming to the trials and saying, I'm a left-back. You know, left-back's rarer because they're left-footed. There's, left, there's less left-footed people than right-footed. He said, so if you're a good left-back, you've probably got like a 700% more chance of making it as a professional footballer than somebody who's a really good striker. But there's just so much competition. And this is what I mean by rarity, guys. There's opportunities out there. Like I said, casino security. Like just some, just get crazy with it, okay? Don't be like, I want to be a maths teacher. Well, you're one of fucking two hundred million. So good luck with that shit. You know, ad admirable job, but good luck with that. I want to be a builder. Again, admirable job, but everybody's a fucking builder. You know, I used to do building. Like it's easy. It's it's not actually easy to do. Some of the smartest people I've ever met are builders. They're, they're the best at maths as well. But there's a lot of them, and they can be replaced. But why don't you say to yourself, okay, I am going to be a property developer that makes homes with tiny bedrooms, tiny kitchens, tiny bathrooms, but designs them based on living space. I'm going to make it so that the living space is the main asset of the home. So people are going to be living like they're in student quarters, but then the rest of the house, while you're awake, while you're living day to day, is like a fucking mansion, but you can get it for the same price. Rarity. Where else are you going to find that? You need to find your, not niche anymore. 
You need to find your super niche. And I've said this for a while, is niches aren't rare anymore. Everyone says, oh, you know, fitness is the topic and my niche is calisthenics. It's like, calisthenics isn't a niche anymore. There's fucking billions of people that do calisthenics or CrossFit. You know, CrossFit's got documentaries every year on Netflix. It has a fucking Olympic Games to his, like, to itself. Some of those guys are multi-millionaires now. They're famous as fuck. That's not niche. You need to find a super niche. Disabled people that like calisthenics. You know, they've got... They, they can't walk. They're in a wheelchair and they do pull-ups. That's a niche. There's a lot less people that do that. Um, you know... Music, people, musicians or something, let's say you start a music company, but it's just for people who yodel. It sounds fucking stupid, but on a micro scale, it's like, Jesus, there's like 300,000 people out there that love yodeling, and I'm the number one in the world at signing yodelers. I'm making all this shit up, guys, but it's something like that that will take you to the top because it's rare. It's your super niche. And it's the same, like I said, with your body, your mindset. Every time, when you're molding yourself, you're building yourself, you're like, okay, how can I become rarer? Am I like everybody else? What can I add to my life that nobody else does? You know, cruising along in a fucking Ferrari and listening to opera. Nobody's doing that. It's going to get some people's attention. It's going to get a lot of people's attention, actually, because it's a little bit different. You know, listening to old school music. A young person listening to old school music in a new car, dressed in an old school type suit. Rare. Nobody's doing it. You know, that's why blue hair worked in the, uh, like, 10 years ago when, like, people like Ninja and stuff dyeing his hair blue and being a famous tall gamer. It was rare. You know, it caught on. It's fucking brilliant. Now everyone's doing it. It doesn't work anymore. You have to find something that's unique to you. You have to make yourself rarer. You have to keep tweaking at your life and different areas and your business and whatever it might be. It counts for everything. Rarity is king. And then let the world come to you. It's the only way to do it, guys. I promise you.